more Americans are eating at restaurants. That's according to a new Gallup poll. The percentage of U.S. adults who now order groceries online for pickup or delivery has doubled from 11 percent in 2019 to 23% now. Still, more than 60% of those surveyed said they never do online grocery shopping. At the airport in Barcelona, Lionel Messi and his father boarded a flight this morning. Reports say they're headed to France, where the soccer star is ready to announce a two-year contract with Paris Saint-Germain. S&P futures are unchanged. This is CBS News. CBS News Radio is your home for breaking news. With our team of reporters around the country and the world, we give you the coverage you can trust. This Friday and Saturday, get in for a better breakfast at Wendy's and get it for free. Yes, free. That's a bacon or sausage, egg, and Swiss breakfast croissant for free. As in free, no catch. So in other words, breakfast, free. Croissant, free. At Wendy's, free. Friday and Saturday, free. August 13th and 14th. Get yours during breakfast hours, only at Wendy's. Only one per person per day. Participating Wendy's, no substitutions, not valid within combo or with other offer while supplies last. At Lowe's, we know your home is an expression of you. And we see you walking down these aisles of possibility, running your finger on that marble top Allen and Roth vanity, regularly $5.99, but now $3.49. And finding that perfect rattan pendant at an everyday low price of $99.98. In our showrooms of style, you'll find whatever you're into at a price you'll really get into. Lowe's, home to any budget, home to any possibility. Selection varies by location. While supplies last, see associate at Lowe's.com for details. Bow through 829.21, U.S. only. An 11-year-old boy in Britain has raised almost a million dollars by sleeping in a tent since the pandemic began. When Max Woolsey's neighbor was dying of cancer, he gave the 10-year-old his tent and told him to have an adventure. Then the pandemic hit, endangering the hospice that had done such a good job caring for his friend. So Max decided to raise funds for it by sleeping outside in the tent till the lockdowns were over. He thought he'd raise about $140 and stop after a few weeks. So far, he's approaching $900,000. He's been invited to pitch his tent at London's zoo and in Prime Minister Boris Johnson's backyard. And tonight, Max Woozy will spend his 500th night under the stars. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. A typhoon packing 78-mile-an-hour winds has damaged a popular tourist attraction in Japan. The video shows violent waves thrashing a big yellow pumpkin sculpture with black dots on the island of Naoshima and washing it away. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Pro football season's here, and pro roofers save valuable time with Beacon Pro Plus. Beacon Pro Plus works 24-7 for material ordering, order history, and automated promotion tracking, so you can get your favorite GAF roofing products even when working remotely. And now, order on Beacon Pro Plus and get a $175 gift card and a chance for a VIP pro football getaway. Gear up and raise your game with Beacon Pro Plus today. Build, score, and win at BECN.com. Are you a true crime super fan? Join award-winning 48 Hours correspondent Aaron Moriarty on the My Life of Crime podcast. Named the 2021 Digiday Best Podcast, each episode pulls you straight into the investigations, including a New York City after-party gone horribly wrong, a cold-blooded teen killer looking for a retrial, and more. Season 3 coming this fall. Follow My Life of Crime on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. 
My name is Micah. I'm the Dementia Inclusive Coordinator and Project Specialist for Athens County Cares. I became involved with this project because I want members of my community to have access to the resources they need. My father-in-law had dementia. He and my mother-in-law moved in with us. As caregivers, we struggled to find information and resources to help him and us. The Athens County Care Consultation Program is what I wish we had when we were caring for him. For more information, visit AthensCountyCares.org. Hi, I'm Kim. And this is Ruth. Please join us every Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. It's the Kim and Ruth Show. It's not the Kim and Ruth Show. It's really... Tune in to Make It Happen with Kim and Ruth every Wednesday morning at 10.06. And we'll spend time talking about health and wellness topics and all aspects of healthy living. But we know that you're the real expert in your health, so let us help you make it happen. Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to Make It Happen. The start of the 2021 football season is almost here. Athens opens their season home against the Fire Electric on August 20th. Athens Bulldog Football on the radio is sponsored by Stompin' Cup, CNE Hardware and Outdoor, Matthews Insurance, Pitcock Glass, Brony's Alumni Grill, Integrated Services, Wendy's, and Donato's. Tune in to 970 AM, 97.1 FM, or online at 970WATH.com for all the Bulldog football action this year. Stay informed about the stock market from Goldsberry Wealth Strategies. Weekdays at 5.30 on 970 and 97.1 FM, WATH. The report follows the news. Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Goldsberry Wealth Strategies is not a broker-dealer and is independent of RJFS. At Ohio Health, we'd like to remind you that the health issues you faced before the pandemic haven't just gone away. That cancer screening you needed, well, you still need it. Your bad knee's not going to replace itself. And when life as you know it stopped, your medical needs didn't. It's time to take back your health safely. And just like always, Ohio Health is here to help you do it. Visit OhioHealth.com to find out more. Have you heard of Project RISE? Are you a parent in Athens, Meigs, Perry, or Vinton counties? We provide internships, job shadowing, work-study, transition planning, and graduation coaching. All students and parents have free access to these resources. For more information, please find us on Facebook at AMESC Project RISE. There are numerous free events and resources that you need to know about. Act now. Project RISE will help you with your future after high school. Follow us on Facebook at AMESC Project RISE. It's the 2021 Athens County Fair located at 286 West Union Street. The gates are open at 8 a.m. and admission is $10 per person, which includes all the rides and entertainment. Today, Big O Amusement Rides are from noon to 11 p.m. The Ohio Reptiles Show is at 11 a.m. and noon at the AGNR building, and there's the Antiques and Baked Goods judging at 9 a.m. The Cold Cave Hollow Boys open for McGuffey Lane starting at 7 p.m., and your favorite Power 105 personalities are waiting to hang out with you at the Junior Fair building at the Athens County Fair. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-N-S. My oh my, look at that weather out there. It's, uh... It's stunning, isn't it? Uh, bright sunshine, all that sort of thing. But they also say we're going to get a good bit of rain. Well, of course, it's fair week, right? 
Hey, we got a special edition today. We're going to get an update from the president of Hawking College, Betty Young. Dr. Betty Young's our guest today via telephone. What's that hum all about, Scott? I don't know. It's been doing. It's been doing that. Listen. This morning. Yeah, it's been doing that all morning. I think it's throughout the studio. Well, there's there's something wrong here. Okay. Well, we're, we're, we're I think just, uh, I think we're powerized this uh, morning. All right. Have you <laughs> reported this to any of our engineers? Yes. Okay. Well, I hope they get in here. All right, let's see here. Let me get my act together a little bit better. Now, um, that threw me off a little bit. Good morning, Dave. Good morning. There we go. Um, Betty Young, good morning, president of Hawking College. And, um, Betty, you know, I just was doing a little funny stuff this morning. And um, 18, Ohio has 18, I'm going to call them junior colleges. West Virginia. Actually, I think there's 23 or, or so. Yeah. Well, I just did a study. I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's been some more, but uh, 18 is what this particular study called for. West, okay. Vir- West Virginia had eight. Pennsylvania 13. Kentucky 15. And Indiana one. I just did some neighboring states, right? Yeah, Indiana has one system, and then they have campuses all over the state of Indiana. So every state is organized very different. Um, Ohio, um, our colleges are fairly independent, part of the Ohio University system. I see. And um, the um, now, now some uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. Well, I'll I'll just drop that topic anyway. We got lots to talk about with Hawking College. First of all. You got a big deal coming up in the next day or two, right? Well, on Thursday, August nineteenth, um, we have our lodge open house. Um, this week is actually move-in week for our first-year students, so we have a lot of activity happening on campus. But the lodge open house, we want to make sure we that our folks in the community know about this because it's open to everyone right. to come out and see these rooms. There's been a lot of talk as we've been developing and redeveloping the lodge. So from 4 to 6 on Thursday, August 19th, we'll have the lodge open. We'll have rooms open. People can go in and, and see what we have going on. We will have uh, the bar open at the lodge, so you'll be able to have um, a, a drink with your friends, and also we'll have some hors d'oeuvres and things available. We'll also, out in the parking lot, have our brand-new cruiser, our driver's ed car, which is new, our new fire truck, if the bus gets here, we're going to have our new bus out there and uh, one of the new tractors. So we've added a lot of new equipment to the campus, and we just want to sh- give the community an opportunity to come out and see all the good things happening. Well, last night I attended the Chamber of Commerce, uh, the Athens area Chamber of Commerce, uh, oh, uh, get together a similar sort of thing, hors d'oeuvres and drinks and all of that. And uh, the the Rotary had jo- joined them, so it was a nice turnout at the OUN. And you know, it was so nice to just see a lot of people that you just casually, you know, 
And here you're going to show off this beautiful new facility, not new totally, but completely redone, right? Absolutely. So there's a lot uh, of Hawking College inside of this facility. So the rooms have all been completely redone. The beds were made by timber that was harvested from the campus here. The beds were made by a gentleman who lives over here in Bookdale, who is an alumnus of Hawking College. Um, and so they are that lodge, log look, the beds. Oh, yeah. The, um, the metal work done in the rooms was done by um, David Griesmeyer out of Morgan County, mm -hmm. um, who supports our, our welding program here at the college. So um, the, the, the uh, soap holders were made by um, some folks here on campus. Some of the artwork at the camp is done by people here from the campus. So it's it's really a Hawking College facility through and through. I was about to say the very same thing. That's really cool. So once again, folks, just so we don't get confused here, we're talking about August 19th. Uh, help me, Betty. What day of the week is that? That's a Thursday from okay. 4 to 6. It's also Pray to the Hills Week, and we kind of thought as people come to Nelsonville to visit, uh, a lot of people from out of town come in. It would be a chance for them also to get uh, over to the lodge and see the work that's going on at Hawking. Say, you know, there's a whole new thing going on, and that's fermentation. You know what I mean? This is uh, where um, there's this whole phenomena of people making beers and ciders and, and other, uh, even, um, what do they call it, distilled drinks. Um I can't think of the proper term, but anyway, the point of all of this is this whole new thing has created a, a an opportunity for Hawking to teach that too, right? Yes, absolutely. So we have a fermentation science program, and so we do brew beer. And by the way, it will be available for you to ta to taste test at the lodge during the open house on August nineteenth. Cool. I yeah. said, I said, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're also moving the distillery here to Nelsonville. The distillery's been located in New Straitsville, mm -hmm. and so it's going to be moved into Nelsonville. We're in the process of rebuilding what some people may remember as the old LS building. So the college is in the process of redoing that building, and the distillery will be located in that building as long, along with a couple of other things that the college is doing. Well, Hawking College um, was, uh, I read, a. Um, I was looking through my notes. A couple of years ago, we were boasting about how it been, how you and Hawking College had been ranked number one in, in uh, some great way. And, and, you know, you continue to be recognized for lots of good things, don't you? Yeah, I'm really proud of the work our people are doing here at the college. It has brought a lot of recognition to the college, uh, both from Ohio and, and nationally. We were ranked uh, the first uh, college to be named Entrepreneur College uh, of America. Wow. And it has to do with a lot of the entrepreneurial work that's going on here. You know, Lake Snowden this summer has been crazy with camping, and we run a water park over there, and that's run by our natural resources students who are learning to be park managers and to operate facilities like that. Of course, Rhapsody here in town, the distillery, the brewery, our agriculture program, which is up at Logan. We're actually growing hemp there now as well as produce, and they take care of all of our grapes that feed our winery. 
um, the Cannabis Testing Lab, Robin's Crossing, the Nature Center, our food truck catering, and soon to be something really exciting, a new music festival on the campus that will be an entrepreneurial venture of our music program. I was just asking Scott a question, and it uh, so folks, um, what I'm hearing in my headphone doesn't sound very good, but evidently our signal on the air is just fine. So that makes me feel a little better, Betty. Let it listen. Um, let's see here now. Let's talk about the impact of international students. I don't know if Hawking College is unusual or not, but. Uh, as long as I can remember, there has been a, a strong um, student body of of students from other than the United States. Now, is is that still true? And and why do you think that's it is is? Well, there are a couple of things that contribute to that. Um, a lot of people will come to Ohio University, and sometimes their spouses may choose to come to um, Hawking College as an opportunity both for ESL as well as for some of the other academic programs that we offer. And then we have partnerships in places such as Jamaica where we've celebrated over 25 years of hosting students in the hospitality and culinary programs here. And so um, we have been recultivating all of those relationships. Of course, COVID kind of put a halt to all of that for the last um, year and a half or so. But um, we've not lost those partnerships, and people are just waiting for the opportunity now to be able to come and rejoin us. So we've just purchased a house, uh, housing complex here in Nelsonville, and we're redoing that to accommodate the international students uh, on campus and to make it a little bit more affordable for them to be able to come here. So we also have recently established relationships in the Bahamas, and we have a student, our first student from, here, from there here in our music program, actually. I was mentioning the new music festival we're going to have here on the campus, and um, this young man came for our music program. The uniqueness of our programs certainly attracts people because they know they can come here, they can learn the hospitality industry, the music industry, the construction and maintenance industry, and they can go back to their communities and uh, make a real impact and have great jobs. Now, this music festival, you know, we hear of the Nelsville Music Festival and different things like that. Now, this one's a whole new one, right? It is. So, um, Stewart's informed us that they will not be doing the music festival on our campus, and we're really disappointed about that, but um, that's their choice. And so we uh, at Hawking intend to continue the tradition that we've had here of a June music festival. Um, you know, the music festival was originally started by uh, some family members here in Nelsonville who really wanted to bring tourism and business into Nelsonville sure. back in 2005. Sure. The first uh, couple, the first three years, it was actually held over in town, um, and then in 2008, it came to the Hawking campus, and we have built an infrastructure here to support that since that time. And so, um, again, you can mark your calendars, June 9 through the 12th of 2022, next summer, uh, Hawking College will be holding uh, the uh, music festival here. 
but that's, on our campus. But we are and talking. And it will resemble the Nelsonville Music Festival from a standpoint that there will be a main stage. We will have an acoustical stage in the village. Um, we hope to work with the railroad and, and be able to offer a free railroad uh, venue that's been had in the past. Um, and there will be camping on campus. As a matter of fact, we're improving our camping facilities as I speak. And, of course, now we have the lodge also for people. And we are planning some events in the lodge as well. So it will be uh, really exciting for us to be able to do this. We also want to add um, some film and some um, educational component to this earlier in that same week. And so this might begin to look a little bit more like um, South by Southwest out of Austin. Um, obviously, that festival started out as a small uh, festival and has grown into something tremendous, and our students participate in that over the years um, from the educational perspective. So this will be run by our music program. It will be their entrepreneurial venture, and uh, we have several private partners that are also working with us on it. So, again, mark your calendars, June uh, 9 through the 12th, and uh, it'll be a country and bluegrass um, genre is our plan. But let me so, make sure, Betty, yeah. let me make sure I have this right. Is that for this summer or the following summer? It'll be next this next June. So a month or so from now. No, June. We're in August. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I really messed up there. That's funny. Okay. <laughs> Dave, I'm getting worried about you, man. Yeah, well, you know, uh, what do they call it, Prevagen? Something like that. Anyway, <laughs> okay, so uh, we're talking about uh, then 2022. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so the music festival for next year. That's cool. Now, um, let's see here. Let, let's talk a little bit about some of your basic stuff. You know, for years, you folks have offered public safety uh, education, and we're talking about, like, um, firefighters and law enforcement, and, you know, you help me with the list. But the point is, that program has helped many people uh, become important members of different communities in, in, an, in an official role. Tell us, how, tell us how it's doing today. So those programs are very healthy. And, you know, in um, the kind of a societal environment we're in, it's kind of interesting to me that we, we will, are admitting the largest class that we've had in the Police Officer Training Academy uh, this fall. Um, so we're, we're really excited about that. And, you know, our students uh, do well on their exams when they have to pass, you know, the, the licensure and things out of public safety, the EMT, paramedic, firefighters, um, you know, the program is just excellent. And it's great jobs, right? And we need more people in those jobs. So I'm really thrilled to see so many uh, people stepping up to the plate and having an interest in becoming a, a police officer and um, making a career in yeah. helping our communities. Besides taking courses and so on, they have to pass certain tests um, to be considered um, the real thing, right? Absolutely. Our last police officer academy had a 100% pass rate. There you go. That's what I was bring, trying to bring out is that uh, your courses are exceptional. 
Okay, yeah. now, uh, so let's see here. Let's make sure we make a good list. So we have police officers, fire and emergency medical services, firefighters, um, peace paramedic, op- paramedic, and, and then there's some other things like addiction counseling, criminal justice, law enforcement, um, and so on. Corrections officers, uh, but but all of that that's a that's an important part of our community. And uh, anyone interested in those kind of jobs really should talk to somebody um, either in the school of public safety or admissions office because um, there are a lot of opportunities and depending on exactly what you may want to do we can help match you up to the right program. We have some new programs, cabinet making and architectural mill work. Um, We also are opening with a sawmill and a new kiln this fall. So we do everything in the forestry program from, you know, planting trees and managing the forest all the way to harvesting and then carpentry and and fine cabinet making and architectural millwork. So that's another very important industry to our region. Now, uh, I I saw a new slogan, or maybe it's not a slogan, but job, job, jobs need a more qualified workforce. So here we're, we're going through this COVID thing, and you can speak to how it's affected your operations, but it's made everything tough and businesses locally are struggling to find people to work and i i don't know if that's because some people are receiving uh, gifts of money because they're I, I i don't know what's the problem but the problem is we need more workers right absolutely and there's no better time than during this time when you might have that extra support from any other source to, um, to get yourself ready for when um, there's, there's not that opportunity to have uh, those additional resources coming into your home. So this is a great time. And the thing is, here at Hawking, you can do programs that are as short as 12 weeks or as long as two years. And with great jobs at the end, $40,000, $60,000 a year, straight out of our door here. And so these are not uh, minimum wage jobs. And these are jobs that have career opportunities where you can grow with an organization, grow with a company. I mean, we have people, I have a gentleman who serves on my uh, board who started here, uh, who serves on our foundation board. He started here in Nelsonville um, with an associate degree from us. He went to work in the um, industry like Boeing and companies like that and Mm -hmm. lived in Vermont much of his life and then came back to Nelsonville, continued his career from his home here in Nelsonville. I mean, these are just great stories, raised a family, has been able to live a a very comfortable life. I mean, that's what we all want, right? Whatever, however we define that life, whatever we want our life to be, we've got to have the resources to support that. And uh, jobs is how you do that. And it doesn't take a four-year degree. I'm, I'm happy to see my students go on and earn that. I started with a two-year associate degree, and I went on after that. But it was that two-year associate degree that, um, frankly, gave me the confidence I could do college work and eventually go on. Betty, let me and ask, it, that two-year degree was in what, what area? 
I have an associate degree in math and science, and at the time I got that from Ohio University. I started it in Marietta, Ohio at the two-year college, but at that time not all the classes transfer. Today you can do a complete transfer program right. um, if that's the pathway that you want to go. So uh, today it would have been a little easier for me. But I drove from Marietta, Ohio over to Athens, every day because I was a single parent and had to figure out how to put a life together for my daughter and myself. So I worked full-time and went to school full-time, and I am so grateful to have had that opportunity to get an education here in Ohio. I like Marietta. We, we had dinner at Spagna's Saturday. They had just uh, reopened. Well, um, <clears throat> I found a document a couple years old, but it's I still think it's really cool. It's called 11 Reasons to Study at Hawking College. So, the number one reason, Hawking is hired education. Hired, H-I-R-E-D. So I'm going to ask you to respond to each of these uh, 11 statements. So hired education is about being able to get a job when you finish. You know, unfortunately, a lot of people finish advanced degrees and the job market's just not there. But the job market in the programs that we offer here do exist. If they don't, we quit offering the programs. Number two, you'll save tons of dollars. So we do an all-inclusive price, and it, of course, is a lot less than um, a traditional university education. Mm -hmm. So you can come here, and up front you're going to know the cost of the books, the cost of your uniform, the cost of fees, tuition, everything, because we give you that one bottom line price, and then we do what we call a seat ready. So we help you through the process to make sure that you get fully funded, and there are funds available now for people who want to go to college, funds that you don't have to pay back in most cases. Now, um, number three, they simply say nestled in the Hocking Hills. Well, where better to go to school than the beautiful hills of southern Ohio, right? I, I, I think they're terrific. Now, um, here at Ohio University, we've got dormitories. You have dormitories. We um, do. Now, in fact, if, not, if I'm not mistaken, you're like one of the only two-year colleges in Ohio to offer dorms, right? Ohio and the surrounding states. So having dorms is a huge advantage for us. And without that, um, we really wouldn't be able to, to do all the things that we do. So we're, we're very proud of being able to do that. Uh, do you have any um, statistic on, like, what percentage of your students live in dorms? Uh, we can house up to um, around 450 students, and we're really close to that every year. Okay. And, and what's your total enrollment? Um, between 2,500 and 3,000. Okay. Got it. Now, um, the next thing they say is, uh, well, of course, living on campus is part of that dormitory experience. So that's cool. Now, Yeah, and not only that, you know, um, as a parent, I, thought, I think about, you know, when I took my daughter to college and, you know, she stayed in the dorm. It's a growing up experience, and mm -hmm. we create a nice safety net around our students to try to, you know, make sure if they stub their toes. And most young people, you know, we tend to do that once in a while that we're here to help coach them I and advise never. them and get them back on track. I never stub my toe. But, uh, 
Okay, now, here's another thing, and this is really unique, I think, and that is Hawking offers athletics. So, again, uh, one of the few schools that offers extensive athletics, as we do, at the two-year college level, we're part of NJCAA. Um, you know, we just built a new arena here on campus that will be home for our equine team. Uh, we're adding baseball and softball this year in cross-country. We have football, we have women's volleyball, we have cheer, uh, basketball, both men's and women's. We have esports, and uh, the program is in the wait, process. Wait, 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 wait. What was that? Esports? Yeah, so that's gaming. Oh. And who would have thought, right, that uh, that would be a sport? But cer uh, Certainly not me, but that's okay. I'm learning things all the time. And last year we beat Dartmouth. Yeah. And uh, one of our very first games, our uh, neighbor down the road, Marietta College, we beat them. So uh, I have cool. to give our young people a lot of credit in that program. Um, it's it's pretty cool to watch them play. Yeah. Okay, number six out of, I think it was 11, is transfer options. Yeah, so we have been in the process of developing an extensive transfer guide through our Career and University Center. Uh, Terry Kuhn has responsible responsibility for that. And um, it is, so whether you're going through a traditional transfer program, that is just taking your basics, arts and science, you know, your science, your math, your English, and transferring, or you're coming through some of our other career programs that also transfer where you can go on and earn an advanced degree. So, for example, you can do your associate degree in nursing at Hawking, and then you can, which is an RN, so you're a licensed RN. Then you can go forward with that and earn a bachelor's degree from a number of institutions, including Western Governors, which allows you to take your third year here at Hawking College before you finish your fourth year with them. Again, it all reduced costs. Scott, i got to ask you one more time. You're, are you pretty sure this low-level hum yes. is not yeah, on the I've air? I've gotten messages from people who say they can hear it just fine. Okay. Really, I don't understand why I can hear it, but nobody else can. I think it's internal okay. in here, too. So, But we're, aren't we listening good to as, air up there? I don't think so. Okay. Good morning, Dr. Young, by the way. <laughs> good morning. This is Scott Daly, and it's nice to speak with you once again. Thank you, Scott. It's always good talking to you guys. Yeah. All right. It's a, a great program you have up there, a great college. And, you know, I've talked to people who say they just they love the feel of that uh, smaller area instead of getting lost or absorbed in a larger university somewhere. Yeah, well, we're going to have homecoming. Speaking of uh, events happening and you know, Nelson, uh, Athens is kind of known for its homecoming. We don't do it quite that way. Ours is a very family-friendly uh, event. It's happening on October 16th. It'll be in conjunction with our homecoming here, um, our Halloween, at Robbins Crossing. Um, and Robbins Crossing has been reworked. Pat Quackenbush, who was at Hawking Hills for many years, mm -hmm. uh, an alum of, Haw of uh, Hawking College, retired from Hawking Hills and ODNR and is returned here to teach. And so he's running uh, Robin's Crossing for us, and him and his wife are known. His wife has written some books about haunted uh, southern Ohio, and right, uh, right. they're going to be putting on a great haunted show uh, the weekend of October 16th here at Robin's Crossing. So another event to mark your calendars for. Cool. 
Okay, um, now, uh, we're back to this uh, uh, 11 reasons. Um, number seven we're at now, and it's simply the fact that you have a very quality, experienced faculty. Speak to I'm, that. I'm so proud of the faculty here. You know, we have a German master chef uh, in our culinary program, just as an example. You know, we have people who have uh, retired from ODNR who are now coming back to their alma mater to uh, bring up the next generation to go to work for ODNR. You know, when I talked to the director there, she's talked to me so many times about how many of their people came through Hawking College and have had great careers um, at uh, the Ohio Department of Natural Resources. So, um, when you think about the chefs that have come to um, this region to do um, Hawking College, and then have, uh, after a certain period of time, uh, expanded into the region with their own operations. Amen. Thank you. Keep it up. <laughs> That's right. We love to have those great venues to have uh, uh, our uh, nice night out, right? Two master chefs in Athens County. That's unheard of. Okay. Um, folks, Master Chef, there's like 100 of them in the world, right? That's pretty amazing. Okay, now, um, so getting an experienced faculty certainly has been um, a big magnet for everybody. Number eight, choose from 50, over 50 programs. Now, um, you name a few of the um, best-known ones, and then I want you to name some of the least-known ones. That's, oh, my. That's now, you're going to get me in trouble with some I'm, of my people on I'm, campus, right? Yes. Um, I didn't the mean school to. School resources and everything that we offer within that school, the School of Nursing and Allied Health and all of the Allied Health programs. I think so often people think of healthcare and they just think of nursing. But we have a medical laboratory technician program. We have an online program where you can learn to do coding and billing. And uh, so, the, you know, there are so many other things available in the healthcare field. Mm -hmm. um, hospitality and culinary were very well known, not only regionally, but internationally for that program. Our business program and entrepreneurship, obviously all these entrepreneurial ventures that we operate on campus, our business students are involved in a consulting capacity with those. So they're getting real live hands-on experience in doing all of that. Maybe one of them that's less known, and partly because it's newer, is our animal-assisted therapy program, and where the students learn grooming and they also learn dog training. And so they become trainers who can, um, so if you get a new puppy and you want to take your dog somewhere and learn how to handle that, our people would be learning how to be that person that you would take them to. And then, of course, grooming is, is a huge business, and our yes. students are, we have had our first uh, graduates this past year, and they're all working. So again, it's jobs, 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 and all of these things that we offer here at Hawking. Now you have a student center, and it's that too, though. I mean, if I wanted to go up there and, and get a Coke, I could do it. Um, but you meet so many neat people. You have such a variety of students, and I love the international factor. So talk about your student center. So the student 
center has a pool, a workout facility, and uh, we do different kind of classes there. Um, also, we are a silver sneakers location, so some of the folks in the community who participate in silver sneakers should know that you can come to Hawking College and do that as well. We also, this past year, put a whole series of exercise equipment outside along our bike path. You know, with COVID, many of our, we had the center closed for an extended period of time. Right. One of the things our students told us, because we did come back uh, last August in pretty much full capacity, is that they missed the student center. So we put this equipment out outside, and the students still were able to have um, their ability to work out and so forth. So it's open to the community. And, of course, the bike path goes right through campus, which is truly awesome. You know, all schools like to boast about having hands-on learning. But it seems to me that uh, junior colleges, technical colleges, I don't know which term you dislike the most, but... Um, that hands-on learning is, it seems to be more available at uh, places like Hawking College. It really drove our decision last year uh, in the middle of COVID to how do we continue because it's, you know, you think about police officers, you're learning to do a takedown, you're learning to do, you know, interact with people. How, it, doing that online doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, if I'm building a tiny house over here in the construction program, you know, slinging that hammer, there's just no better way to learn it than by doing it, right? Mm, right. And so um, we, um, we do what, I mean, we deliver on what we say. It's not just a, a slogan or a theme here. Our natural resources students, I love it when the students are all here because you'll see them walking across the fields here. They're going out to identify trees and, yeah. and uh, birds and doing all the things that they do in that particular program. Matter of fact, when students transfer from here, especially in the NR program, to other schools, a lot of them go down to WVU or out to Iowa, uh, both great transfer institutions for us. And um, the thing that will happen is they come back and tell us that they don't like their classes because they're inside a classroom. <laughs> and here, of course, uh, our classroom is that great big campus, 2,500 acres out there, mm -hmm. where we do the work that we are teaching people to do. The um, the other thing is now, like, uh, again, this hands-on learning and hands-on experience. Um, oh, what's that? Uh, Rhapsody. Rhapsody Restaurant on the uh, square at uh, Nelsonville. And then uh, Lake Snowden. Uh, these, these are largely um, hawking operations with students learning and, and doing their very best work, right? Absolutely. Um, you know, this is where they get their – these are live learning labs to us. And that's the term we use. They're live learning labs, so the students are getting real life experience while they're attending school. Also, um, we were able this summer to employ more than 100 students um, at our all these different operations that we have. Hmm. And this is a way that we help our students stay in school because a lot of our students need to be working, and we'd rather have them working here and as much as possible working in their field of study so that um, they're gaining experience while they're, um, you know, uh, also earning enough money to stay in school. Now, uh, the, the 11th item um, of the uh, 11 reasons why, um, the 11th item says get the career 
you wish or want. Now, um, you know, I, I, I really wanted to be in showbiz, and I did a real good job in that, but I fell into radio by accident, although many people say it was destiny because of my father's background. Uh, and he had been a great pioneer in this industry. So, uh, but if I had continued on my path of showbiz, um, now do what do you? Oh, now I now I got a question. Do you folks offer anything in theater and music and stuff like that for showbizers? So we do have a music program. It is um, There are some performance elements to it. While it's mostly a production program, which is why the music festival that we'll be doing next June fits so well with that particular program. Right. But we also are beginning uh, to offer a theater program. Hawking used to have a theater program, and um, we're reintroducing that, and we're just waiting for our final approval, um, probably in today's meeting by the Higher Learning Commission, and then we'll be able to... Uh, to reinstitute that. As a matter of fact, the theater um, instructor is working this um, right now to plan for a major theater event here um, in southeastern Ohio next summer. So several years ago, I was at um, someplace called Niagara-on-the-Lake, and they do the George Bernard Shaw Summer Festival oh, yes. there. And you can go to these various theaters throughout the area on different days and enjoy the eateries and so forth. She's bringing that concept here to Southern Ohio, engaging the various theaters in our region, particularly working with our Logan partners. And so you stay tuned for that. That's going to be pretty exciting. Now, um, okay, so we, we've covered these 11 reasons to study at Hawking College. i, I got to talk, ask you about leadership. You know, I, I assume you've got a board of trustees or, or some sort of, organization that guides even you um what what, what um, tell us about that we do we have a nine member board that represents athens hawking and perry counties and um, they are a policy governance board so of course their role is to create policy um, be stewards over the financial resources of the institution and then hire a president and uh, I do report to the board. I have goals each year that the board sets out for me. And I'm very happy to say that, you know, nine times out of ten, we're able to hit them all um, because we're all dedicated to the same thing, and that is this region of Ohio and making sure that this community is successful. We focus not only on our students and the work we're doing here, but overall the economic development and the impact of our workforce development on the local economy and what we can do. You know, Dave, you mentioned that your father was in the industry, the radio industry, early on. And I think a lot of times families, you know, they kind of know the jobs that mom and dad did. Um, unfortunately, we have multi-generational uh, poverty in our region, and they may not have that. Some of our younger people may not have that experience of jobs that mom and dad did. Um, and they, not, they don't have quite that same vision. And so one of the beauties, uh, beautiful things about coming to Hawking is you can come here and, and you can learn about all these different things that are possibilities. And they truly are real possibilities because we can help you get the money you need to go to school and we can get you through in a short time and you can get to work. And uh, I think, you know, we've just got to get that message out more and more to more of our people in our region. Um, 
we here have, of course, have a sports department, five or six guys involved in that. Uh, we're glad you have sports up there, but isn't it a bit unusual uh, for a, a, a campus such as yours to have that, at least at the degree, the expanded degree you folks do? Yeah, we have about 280 or so athletes on campus. By the way, I didn't mention the archery program earlier. We also have archery in our athletic program. Um, it is unusual, but uh, we also have band and choir, which is not always a two-year colleges. So you think about some of us probably stayed in high school and did better than maybe we would have because we had that extra, that and, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it was athletics, for me it was being a majorette. I can tell you I made sure I did everything I needed to do so I would be able to participate in that. And so we want to offer those same kind of ands here to our students uh, on campus and a truly robust student life program and athletics is a part of that. And so is band and choir and college FFA program and um, all of the other things that we do. I've just made a note. Betty Young Majorette. I think that's cool. <laughs> I can still twirl, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I um, I did front the Worthington High School band in the terms of, um, what was that called, drum major, right? So I was the head drum majorette over at Warren Local yeah. um, in the early 70s. How about that? Well, we'll have to uh, compare our skills one day. <laughs> we can do that. <laughs> that might make a good fundraiser. People might pay to come and see that. I'd pay to come and see you twirl. <laughs> I'd pay to not. But um, anyway... <laughs> So what have we failed to do? we got about eight minutes remaining. You know, it's always great to update people on the activities of Hawking College, and you folks support us well. We try to bring you many students uh, through our advertising of your uh, what's available up there. What, um, <coughs> what more should we mention to our general audience this morning? Well, one of the things I'd like to mention is, um, you know, we always talk about younger people coming to college, but I wasn't a young person coming. Well, I was still young, but I wasn't 18 coming to college. You know, I was 28. Um, my I was a single parent by that point, um, and I had to figure out how I was going to create a life for my daughter and for myself. And I can't say enough. You know, I did the associate degree at that point. I went on. Um, but, you know, it doesn't matter if you're 28 or 38 or 48, if you're not prepared for the jobs today and you really want to get there, it's a short investment of, you know, anything from 12 weeks to two years is a really short investment for the big-term payoff of being able to be a dental hygienist or being able to be, you know, um, a, law, a law enforcement officer or, or a firefighter or any of these other kinds of things that we offer, a chef. You know, it's amazing. We get a lot of people who kind of burn out in other careers who come back to become chefs. Yes. Uh, that's always kind of interesting to me. But it's, you know, people will say that's been a lifelong love and I want to make it my career now. So I think, um, you know, I just want to be encouraging to anybody that might be listening today or if you know somebody who needs that encouragement that we give that to them. I used to not tell my story because I was kind of embarrassed I didn't go to school right out of, out of high school, but I had a student one time tell me that she was graduating because the second week of school she was ready to quit and she heard my story and figured, you know, I grew up down the road from her and if she could do it, I could do it. 
So you can do it. And um, it all starts by walking over here and walking through that door, which can be the biggest hurdle. But once you've done that, you're going to find lots of people ready to help you. And uh, it's a small enough place you're going to feel at home. You're going to find a welcoming place here. And you're going to find people who really want want you to get ahead. And I've known that to be true for a while until just a week or two ago when I started to try to do this show because you've had some turnover of personnel, you know, and that happens everywhere. But listen, what is, um, okay, we got to have the secret of the day. What is something nobody knows about Betty Young? Oh, my goodness. I don't think there's anything nobody knows. Yeah? Um. I'm going to give a public service announcement because I've been doing it here on campus. Um, I uh, was out cleaning my back 40 (laughs) uh, with a sigh this spring, and I got a tick. Yes. And being a country girl, I just pulled the tick off like normal, you know, and went on about my business. But it ended up resulting in a Rocky Mountain spotted fever and a month-long dose of antibiotics to, to correct that. But I think um, we all in southern Ohio here need to be more aware that that is a real issue now. Mm-hmm. The, the tick population is infected, and we all need to be much more aware of that. Well, I had a similar incident here last fall. Um, right now I'm dealing with four, um, what do you call it, some sort of uh, bee stings um, that are itching. Um but um, that's really important news for the radio, isn't it? Um, Betty, do keep doing a great job up there. Your board of uh, trustees seems to me like they, they're right on the mark, and they help you a lot, and they support you, and uh, you support them. And Just keep it up, please. Will do. Mark your calendar for those dates, and we hope to see you all up here on campus. That's right, and one of them is just a couple weeks away, or not even that, uh, the Lodge Grand Opening. August 19th, 4 to 6 p.m. We'll be pushing it some between now and then. All right, thank you, Dave. I appreciate that. Thank you. And then good luck to all those kids out at the fair. You bet. This is a big time of the year for them. Yeah, it is. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We are 970 WETH and uh, Dr. Betty Young. Uh, let me get all my buttons just right. Um, but once again, repeating this point, on August 19th, the Lodge, which has been owned by the Hawking College for a long time, is going to reopen a grand opening, and uh, it's going to feature... Um, Oh, what would you call it? Like a reception, right? From 4 to 6 p.m. I think she said that's a Thursday. Take a peek, Scott. Is the 19th a Thursday? Uh, August? Yeah. Yes, it is. Oh, I, here's the calendar over there. Okay, yes. So it's Thursday, August 19th from 4 to 6 p.m. There will be all sorts of amazing hors d'oeuvres, and those are on the house. Now, because of liquor laws and things like that, they can't give away liquor or a beer or whatever. You know what I mean. So if you want to have a drink, uh, they have um, all of that available, too, as well as non-alcoholic, too. And they'll have some displays of some of their other stuff, too. So that's kind of neat, and that's coming up. 
Hawking College, we can be very proud of it, and we're pleased that it's in our community. You what? know, when she said she was a, a majorette? Yeah. Okay. I th- Every time we have her on as a guest, I'm wondering if she might have been a bit of a cheerleader, too, because she sure is a cheerleader for uh, Hawking College whenever we have her on. Well... I know I, that's I, I part of their responsibility. I, you know, I, I don't want to say that. Um, she has lots of enthusiasm for that school. You know, Hugh Sherman is our president right now at Ohio University. Yeah. Before him, Dwayne Nellis, Rod McDavis. Before that. All of these people, yes, their personalities are different, but they are all so proud of OU. That's the job of these people. Absolutely. You got to be a good cheerleader. We have about one minute left in the weather. We should probably tell you about that. Today there is a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms, particularly after 8 a.m. It is after 8 a.m., but otherwise mostly sunny with a high near 89. Right now we're showing 75 unless that's out of date. Is that current? Yes, that is. Okay, so 75 degrees here on Columbus Road where it's listed as partly sunny. Now, they say we could get three inches of rain today in some parts of our state, down in our area. Mercy. Now, here they're saying between a tenth and a quarter of an inch. So, I don't know. Depends on which forecast you look at, I think. But whatever it is, we'll deal with it. And uh, Grab your umbrellas unless you want to get soaked. Tomorrow, Wednesday, yeah, 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms. Same on Thursday. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WPTH FM's. This is CBS News on the Hour. Presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. It's not just adults. COVID cases among children are soaring. So are hospitalizations. Some school districts in Texas and Florida are threatening to defy their state's governors and issue mask mandates. Governor Ron DeSantis says he'll withhold salaries if they do. Dr. Jerome Adams, Surgeon General during the Trump administration, tells CBS this morning. You can't tie the hands of school and public health officials uh, based on what you perceive to be the, the reality when your public health officials are telling you they need these tools. Despite vaccine hesitancy, a lot of us believe what health professionals tell us. Correspondent Cammie McCormick. This new poll finds most Americans have high trust in their doctors, nurses, and pharmacists. That's key to getting more Americans vaccinated. The poll from the Chicago Harris School of Public Policy and the Associated Press finds 7 in 10 Americans trust their health care providers to do what's best for them. That includes Republicans and Democrats, men and women, and white, black, and Hispanic Americans. Lawmakers in the Senate meet in an hour from now. A bipartisan majority